Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey guys, do you like this show? Are you enjoying it? Do you want to make one of your own? Well, let me tell you about Anchor, and Jay, you can help me out. It's so easy. Anchor makes it easy to do a show like this. First of all, it's free. There's uh, There are creation tools that, I love it. It that allow it so you simple. to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. I love how simple it is to make content nowadays, and Anchor really makes it easy. Uh, now you can even add any song from Spotify straight to your episodes. This Boom. is so cool. Possibilities are endless. Uh, for what you can do and what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, sports talk radio. This is a real opportunity. I I feel like the pandemic has kind of in many ways uh, gotten us a little more creative and saying, what do we want to say? And let's move forward with that, even without the pandemic. And Anchor makes that easy for you. Yeah, or maybe you want to do a show that the world's never heard before. Right. Get up off your butt and do it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you as well. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. They're basically making it easy for you to do this thing. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast what you got to do it's so easy download the anchor app go to anchor.fm and get started it is so easy we love anchor thank you for letting us do this thank you for sponsoring our show because again they understand these guys are in the creativity business and they support other creative things so we say support them because they support us download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started Hey guys, welcome again to Scarborough Country, the virus edition, aka the Pandy Pods. AKA Two Guys No Lies. AKA Two Dudes No Prudes. That was a new one. AKA Two Guys No Disguise. AKA Two Wolverines One Quarantine. AKA Two Sclars No Bars. There you go. Uh guys, we are so happy to be back with you. I uh, hope you had a good weekend. I uh, hope uh, the people that are listening to this podcast didn't drink any uh, disinfectants or inject them to let the light in. Yeah. Uh, if you don't follow us or you hate us, go for it, man. Yeah. Go Maybe. for it. Uh, but if you hate us and you're still listening and paying attention, to this why podcast, are you doing that? That's amazing. Thank you for sticking thank with you us. Thank you for staying with us. And now go drink some Lysol. Uh, we are, we watched 
the uh, the Jordan documentary. I don't know if you guys are watching that. I highly recommend The Last Dance. Again, we'll talk more about it. We have uh, Jeannie Buss. We did an interview with her. The owner of the Lakers. Daughter, daughter of, of the Dr. great- Dr. Jerry Buss. He was a doctor. Uh, a doctor of dunks and showtime so he she comes on and talks about the nba with us this she was on amazing our, on view from the cheap seats our other podcast which we're talking about possibly roping that into the same feed with this and having Maybe. that be the friday uh show we're working on that we have our youtube channel which is up. yeah thank you to everyone who's been subscribing more cheap seats episodes are being dropped on that thing there's on so a many daily good basis ones. we're gonna oh. get all the way up to 70 billiards and darts just went up darts, oh my you god you gotta watch the darts because it's hard to tell who are the men and who are the women in yeah, the darts? It looks like everyone's transitioning, but we don't know which direction they're coming from or going to. It is fantastic. Uh, and I have to tell this story because this story was so funny. Please. This story was so... Should I save it for the end? I have a story I'll save for the end. Save a story I'll for the end. save a story for the and end. And then right after that, at the very end of the show, our good buddy Langhorn Slim, one of our favorite musicians in the world, recorded a song at his house. Shot a video, and we're going to play that for you guys. And you can hear the audio on the uh, podcast version, but you can watch the video Full uh, episodes are on the YouTube page. That's uh, YouTube Scarborough Country. All right, should we jump into the Let's story? Let's jump right into the first story. All right, Lando Lakes. Lando Lakes. Got some in my fridge. Just announced that they won't have the Native American woman on the front of their butter package anymore. Woman in the Native American garb with the feathers sticking out, not going to be on the front of the packaging anymore. That's not a big deal. Look, they're a company. They can do that. You can change your packaging all the time. Yeah. Am I right? Update it. By the way, I am not offended or upset at all that that's changing. Okay, but the uproar from some people, and I guess it's just a decent number of people. When you say is, some people, you mean white people. Right. Is exactly It's exactly who you think would be, would be pissed, pissed at something it. like that. And the, and the uproar is I massive. want my engine on my butter package. Why are you changing things? Make butter racist again. Make butter racist to me. Maybe that's people it. People saying I'm never buying Lando Lakes for the rest of my life. And I would say, which will hopefully be over after you drink this Clorox. Maybe it's, uh, I can't believe it's not racist butter, which is probably what they should call it. I-C-B-I-N-R-B. Yeah, I can't believe it's not racist butter. That's what they want to call it now. Like, they wouldn't care if Lando Lakes changed the name to Land of Lakes. Right. Like, if they just made that change, that wouldn't bother anyone. But you take that squaw off, off the, the front thing. of the package and forget about People it. People are disoriented. What do, what do I do with this? How do, do I put, how do do I put I it on this? donuts? No. I don't know how to use this anymore. Do I, do, do, where do I, do I put it on fruit? What do you do with so this? So what's, what did it become? That's, I guess, the question. It's just what? a picture of a lake and with the phrase farm owned, they are trying to tell the story that they get their butter from a collection, a you know, co-op of farmers. Story. Why is that a bad a story? story? This is the story they want to tell. And, and by the way, most of those farmers probably are, are people. Republicans. That's or right. Red That's state right. That's Republicans. Right. So your own people are saying, we want to have our. You're shunning your own people. These aren't like left-wing elitist yeah. Hollywood people who are like, you got to change the butter. They're pissed off that much that they don't want to buy the butter. Does it make the butter taste any worse? That's my question, Jay. Does it make the butter taste worse to not have the Indian on the package? I don't know. And I'm going to say probably Native not. American on the package. So that, so what is pissing people off about this? Well, let's piss- really get to the, uh, it's, why was it trending people on Twitter? Because people can't stand 
change. It's the same thing with the Cleveland Indians. I got okay. My so buddy- when I saw, you're right. When I saw that Land Lakes was trending. I was like, oh my God, Lando Lakes is the new Stakeums. They're spitting truth. Right. They're like, don't believe this president. Remember Stakeums? Remember Stakeums? Remember? I thought Lando Lakes is doing that. No, it's all about the mascot, but you're right. It's like, the- it is like the Cleveland Indians thing. Cause when you think about it, you know, I have a friend, my neighbor is a huge Cleveland Indians fan, like right. huge Cleveland fan, grew up right outside of Cleveland. And his thing was, even before it became a debate, he was like, they should just change it anyway because. Yeah. Every team has changed things yeah. just to advance. And the only teams that have hung on to something for so long. Think of the, the only image, teams that are hanging on to it. The Redskins. And the, the Cleveland Indians. Cleveland but they've in- changed to a C. I thought the C is so much cooler. It's just a. Simple. It's a red C on a blue hat. It's mm-hmm. a throwback. It looks mm-hmm. like it's from the 1930s or mm-hmm. 40s. Mm-hmm. It's like a wool cap kind of a thing. I love it. And people from Cleveland love it. Like, don't yeah. assume that. That's like, right. And if people are pissed off that the butter is changing to a collective of farmers. It's a, it's, this is what CNN said. Land O'Lakes Incorporated is a farmer-owned co- cooperative funded by a group of Minnesota dairy farmers in 1921. So this is a long time that they've been doing I this. I like it. According to the company's press release, the change was made to highlight the company's roots as a farmer-owned business ahead of its 100th anniversary, which is happening in 2021. Great. And announcing the change. So it wasn't even random. It's in conjunction with the 100-year anniversary of... Of Land O Lakes. Okay. In announcing the change, the company has made no mention the removal of the Native American Indian. They're like, no one will notice this, right? Right. Some products, Whoops. including stick butter, will include photos of Land O Lakes farmers and co-op members and copy that reads since 1921. Proud to be farmer owned. So they're farmer owned. It's like a coll- a, f- a collective of small farms right. owned by farmers instead of a large corporation. That's right. This is not a what a better story to tell. They just want to tell their story and consumers that they feel like will resonate with consumers. But that was their choice. That's they their didn't ch- anticipate this would be a Cleveland Indian esque jeez like pushback and blowback. Just because something's been there for a long time That's doesn't it. make it right. Doesn't it's like, make it the best option. Well, it's like that we we got I got into this whole argument today in this like email chain that we had about Chris Matthews. He Chris Matthews said uh he's like I'm I behaved incorrectly around this woman. And this well, woman right, who, right. So he was basically saying in an interview that like I was right to be fired and terminated. Right. I for didn't my fight the termination because of my behavior. I told I made some inappropriate comments. Look, he didn't touch the woman, but he made some inappropriate comments. He made her feel uncomfortable. Made this her woman feel who uncomfortable. Was interviewing. No person should walk into work and be made to feel uncomfortable ever. On, unless you are you have a position about what you're talking about and the person is grilling you on it and you feel uncomfortable about having to defend your position. If you were uh, Dr. Burks and you had to defend the president saying that people should drink disinfectant, yeah, you should go into work and feel uncomfortable. That's but no right. one should be like, hey, take that makeup off because you don't want guys hitting on you. That has nothing to do it with it. It also is a very odd thing to so say. So again, I know that guys used to so, say so, that to women all the time in the past. Just because they did it in the past doesn't mean that, and no one got mad about it then, doesn't mean that no one can get mad about it now. I was thinking about Woody Allen today. I was thinking about how, like, in the 60s, if he would have married his, like, adopted daughter, people would have been like, oh, he's just That's eccentric. just Woody. He's that's crazy. That's Woody being Woody. He's that's, how, that's how effed up... Uh, What's his face? Roman Polanski was. Right. That's how bad that was. That even in the 70s, people were like, this is screwed up. Right. 
This is like against the law. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. This is, you can't have sex with your 14 year old cousin, Jerry Lee Lewis. There's so many things wrong with that. I don't care how well you play piano. No. And by the way, 14 is probably giving him the benefit of the doubt. Right. So like, just because people did it back then doesn't Doesn't mean that it's okay right now. Just because we had a logo of a red-faced, racist, Indian, Native American person on Cleveland and no one complained about it for years and years doesn't mean that we can't right now reevaluate it, take a look at it. And by the way, what's so insane about this is that these guys weren't doing it necessarily to make a political statement no as much as they were doing it to just celebrate the 100 year anniversary that's right so they're even mistake people who are mad about it are like misplacing their anger about the reasoning that's right there you go uh let's take a break yeah let's take a break uh we have people ask us all the time what podcast should we also be listening to what should we checking out our guys the growlix saves the world it is one of my favorite podcasts Ben Roy, Andrew Orvidal, uh, Adam, Adam Kate, Kate and Holland. These three dudes are so funny. I say if you haven't started listening, go back and start listening at the beginning when they were doing podcasts together Yes, before the whole quarantine. But they've managed to keep it going. Their podcasts are hilarious. They each try and take a challenge. that Something that, that they feel like they Can need. better their lives. Like That's one right. episode they were trying to stop saying, stop using the words almond-like in their mm-hmm. sentences and their regular speaking to it. And whenever they said it, they got whapped with a ruler. It was the funniest thing. That made me laugh. With a, a spatula. spatula. A spatula. That, you know, they tried so to... So good. They've done so many. They could try to go off of social media for a week. Like, all the things that they've been doing it, and their reactions to it and the riffs... They are the guinea it. pigs. For things that maybe you say, I wish I would try that, these guys are trying it for you with hilarious results. So check them out. They left a voicemail for us. Uh, we'll play a little music from our, ba- our friends, the band Detroit from Minneapolis. Uh, that is no longer, but we love these guys nonetheless. Thank you for letting us use this music. And uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. Hey, what's up, Sklar Brothers? This is Adam Caton Holland from the Grolic Saves the World podcast. I got my buddies here, Ben Roy. What's up? Andrew Orbital, where are you at? Hey. Yep, Andrew's taking the uh, quarantine pretty hard. <laughs> Wanted to give you guys a live update about what we've been up to. Um, Andrew, you were telling me about your daughter. What's going on with Amelia? Oh, I was just curious how your parenting styles have changed because mine... Uh, have left. I have I have no parenting style. It's just like Neverland over here. It's just like every every eighties movie where the dad is left in charge and uh, just all hell breaks loose. It's sugar cereal, video games, bedtime whenever you feel it. like it. Yeah, hey, you want to fall asleep with a TV on like an old an old man? You can do that now, kid. Whatever. <laughs> Are you bangering? You, you letting them bangerang, Lost Boys? Yeah, We're getting hardcore them bang- meals bangerang. I'm picturing like if it's an 80s movie, you got a folding table in the garage and you're playing poker with your buds and she's there like dealing <laughs> with a little green vibe. I have I have a folding table in my garage, but it's for Dungeons and Dragons. So it's uh, a little twist, a little okay. twist on an old fave. But do you let her wear that gambling visor? That's the big part about it. When she's co-DMing yeah. with you, do you mm-hmm. let her wear the visor? Smoking a cigar? <laughs> it's funny. I my, my I don't see my son. He's 15 now, and he has... Because, <laughs> he still lives with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he has reverted to the role of just being a guy that is renting a room in our house. Like, we wake up in the morning, and you just hear this loud man piss... And a sky like, and then I don't see him. I just hear him in his room. 
He the wrestled. rattle of a kidney stone around the porcelain <laughs> of the bowl. <laughs> he like aggressively plays video games all day. And then he just comes out. The other day I was like, have you had breakfast? And he's like, yeah, I had breakfast. <laughs> and, I, and I asked him, I was like, what, what did you make? And he's like, I had nachos at 830 in the morning. And that's industrious. I, you gotta, you gotta, gotta tip your hat. I mean, chilaquiles, dude, chilaquiles. But what he didn't elaborate on was it was Doritos, nacho flavored Doritos, which are legally Doritos nachos. But that he went to a Seven Eleven with no mask and purchased after yeah. licking all of the candy bars and other chips. But he came back with my favorite scratchums, so I can't get mad at him. <laughs> what about you, Adam? Well, I'm in a different situation. My son's only 17 months old. And I remember when he was 13 months old, he was like, Dad, I'd love to read On the Road by Kerouac. And I was like, you're not ready. <laughs> you're t- wait, 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 wait. You're quarantine. <laughs> and I was like, all right, you're 17 months now. If you want to read On the Road, read On the Road. And he liked it, but he was like, it seems kind of trite. I don't get what's so big about Kerouac. I was like, well, dig deeper. And so he's read the Dharma bums that he really liked. And then he just got inspired by the beat. So I gave him some Lawrence Ferlinghetti. And he's been writing his own poetry, sort of inspired by Coney Island of the Mind. And I just, it's Coney fun to watch Island the of the kid. Mind. It's fun to watch the kid explore, like, all the literature of, of you know, the 60s. So he's not getting movement. up and passing a kidney stone like my son is. He's reading the great yeah he's reading the beats and then sort of ta- putting his own take on it and it's really kind of fun to see that spark <laughs> right in your child well anyway hang up, that, hang up that, on adam <laughs> that's what we're doing here right now we're still existing in the mile high city being great parents as you can uh, as you can tell and uh i wonder what you guys are doing sklars we know you know how are you all doing there i've seen those basketball videos they're they're out there they're getting their sunshine <laughs> I got to go, guys. Malcolm just walked in in the cutest little beret. Oh, my God. He's smoking, (laughs) too. Hang up. All right. All right. We got to get going, but we hope you all are well and stay healthy. Grolix out. Let it sing. Let it sing. Let it sing. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the show. Uh, As we mentioned before. We have a YouTube page, Sklarbro uh, Country. Just look it up and you'll see it on there. Subscribe to it. Spend time. Watch the old, watch the full episodes of the podcast. Watch old episodes of Cheap People Seats. always ask us, like, oh, I'm stuck at home. What I, can I, there's what nothing you, I can do. My kids are asleep. What can I watch? What can I do? There are no new sports. Go back and watch the full catalog of Cheap Seats. You We're going to keep putting episodes out so you will have new ones to look at. Go back and watch the old ones. You watch them more than once. They're really fun. They, they really hold up. I, I'm totally. so proud of how they hold up. Me too. Me too. Um, okay, so this next story is great and then I'll tell a little personal story because I Love flipped it. around and saw something that to me was just a great personal story. Great. Okay. So lawsuits are still happening. Thank Yay. God. Like you can't get a marriage license and you can't get divorced and you can't like attend someone's funeral. But you, you can, can still, still sue someone. That's right. There's the good news. And we've got a great one against the American Girl doll company, which I don't know how I feel about this. And Jay, you're not there yet, but like we but might lend should you. Should I be? Should I be? I don't know if I want it. I don't yeah. even know. See, that's the thing. It's like right I could now, lend you them, but, but I don't know that I want okay, them. Okay, when the time is right, you might be able to have, because we have a bunch of old ones. So think- remember the old bit we did? About, we did a, we did an old bit about how whenever something is personified, 
or given a voice that in the, like a commercial, they always would give it like a New York accent. Like, hey, I'm mucus in your stomach. Hey, like I'm, an angry. I'm in a tie. I'm in your toilet. I'm a bowl. scrubbing. Hey, scrub your bubble in toilet. Scrub you stupid my balls, idiot. You, you stupid dumb, idiot. You dumb dummy. Like, why are the products so aggro towards you? And they're angry. And they're so New it York works kid. on some of them. Yeah, if you scrub in bubble, it'd be great to have like a New York cabbie being like, "Hey, dirt, get out of here, you stupid idiot." But. It like it doesn't work on all products, and it, and it feels like they're trying to jam it in. So one of our things was like, "Hey, I'm an American girl doll. Your daughter likes to brush my hair." Remember that? Oh, I loved it. I love that. That's bit. how we brought American girl dolls because that was in your world when we were doing that bit. It works. It totally works. Uh, American girl dolls are really really expensive if you don't know what they are, but they come with. First of all, they're really well made. They mm-hmm. come with books and history that is about the history of the time. So if a girl is like an American girl from like 1812, her family's going to be involved in the War of 1812. And if you read the book about her, you actually learn a little history about it. If it's an immigrant who came over from in the 1940s, yeah, yeah, then it's like you fled Russia because of this. And now you've got like all this like Jewish history. It's not bad. It's expensive, but there is something to it i can't poo-poo the whole thing because they actually did teach my kids a bunch of stuff so it's also american made so that's good so you are supporting a factory that made products and they're actually really well made so you can feel good that you're supporting this and they look like little girls right i mean well so you they do have this thing they do look like little girls but they do have this thing where they're like you can buy a doll that looks like you but they never look like like you. the kids, you know what I mean? They never, it's like just- So you, you send a photo of your kid and then they make it. They doll. don't make it look like you. It just, this one kind of looks like you. It's more one of those like Rorschachy things where I you want to believe it. It's, you know <laughs> you what it is? It's like it. horoscopes. That's so me. Our old horoscope joke. The oldest, I was on Apartment 2F, 2F. our show. I'm, let me, I'm reading my horoscope and I'm like, something good or bad may or may not happen in the near or distant future. That is so Capricorn. That is so Capricorn. All right, so the American Girl dolls supposed to look like your daughter. They don't, but they still charge you, I don't know, a hundred something bucks for it. So I'm on board with them, but at the same time, I kind of feel like it doesn't, fe- it, like if they were more reasonably priced, I'd feel better. But who am I to? Set no, the price. The we? market sets the price, and that's right. If people are willing to pay to get their kids to shut up about buying these things, then that's what they're Fine, willing to pay. That's, that's right. essentially what this is. Right. American Girl dolls are. How much will you pay to, to get shut your, your kids to, up from asking about something? To get your kid occupied in something, and okay. also to. Uh, well, so how much are sports tickets? If you're like, we're gonna go see an NBA game, those are thirty or forty dollars a ticket. Thirty or forty. Sixty dollars a ticket. A hundred dollars a ticket. Hundred dollars a ticket. Okay, so you'll spend for one afternoon three hundred bucks if it's you and your two kids that you're right. taking to the thing. If your whole family, four hundred bucks. bucks. Yeah, not including parking, twenty five bucks. Not including food, that's another sixty bucks. You spend five hundred dollars if yeah. you have that money. If you're going to take your kids to one and your family to one NBA game, right? That's what you're going to spend. So in comparison, it's not a lot. You're like saying two hundred bucks. For I'd it. spend a hundred, hundred and ten, hundred and twenty dollars to get my kids to stop asking me to get this thing. Got it. That's how much it's worth. Got for it. Me. Yeah. So here's a story that came up, and I'm not sure where I land on this. Let me continue to say that I don't know where I land, whose side I'm on, and I defy you to choose which side you're on. 
A Chicago astronomer has sued the maker of American Girl doll, alleging that the Wisconsin company stole her likeness and name to create its astronaut doll. Okay? So, and again... She's like Dane cooking them a little bit. Well, stole my essence. But the truth of it is that, like, uh, you know, again... Why did she call Steve Byrne? She really went after him. The Fed... Okay, so... This is what they say. Our, they could then say our dolls don't look like anybody. They right? could go in the they other go direction. In that direction because lean into the fact that they are. Look, we try girls. and no one says it works. The How federal trademark lawsuit filed in Madison this week. Can't get a marriage license. Can't get. Can't go to someone's funeral. You can sue somebody. Ask American Girl and its parent company Mattel to stop selling the Luciana Vega doll described. Well, as, say the name of the person who filed the thing. Well, hold on. As an aspiring astronaut ready to take the next giant leap to Mars, the Wisconsin State Journal reported. "Quote: I wish the doll. Or, well, this is what I said. I wish the doll came with an adult diaper." Oh, so it's that female astronaut who drove? No, 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 it's okay. not that. But okay. how great would it be if it was but that? What, no, that's what I'm saying. That would be such a better doll with a better story. That but, bo- That's a book I would read. She drove through the night. She wore a diaper. 500 miles, didn't stop, just so she could tell the guy who that she loved him. That she sounds like an Adele song, which that's, we've always said this about Adele. It's empowerment. Driving to your ex- ex's house. Just to tell them that it's okay, you're fine. You're, you're not fi- fine. I'll find someone else who looks like you. That's That's such a weird thing to say to to someone while their kids are running around. So the woman was was, named Lucianne Walkowitz is a Ted. Her name is Luciana, Lucianne Walkowitz. And the name of the doll is Luciana Vega. It's already close. She's a Ted. I'll give you more facts. Okay. She's a Ted senior fellow at the Adler Planetarium in Chicago, spent much of her career with NASA and has lectured extensively on Mars exploration. Getting closer. It's kind of getting close to who she is. American Girl Doll Media Relations did not answer the phone during business hours seeking comment. Wait. What? what? They didn't answer the phone. They didn't answer the phone. Also, you just tried once. This makes me feel like they called and they're like, they're not answering the phone. They're not answering the phone. But like- it's have, weird. How do they know who's calling? Caller ID. And it says, like, it's a media outlet. Either way. They could be you, at home during quarantine. How do you know it's a Maybe they let call? those people go. I'm going to give American Girl Doll, like, let them, that we don't need customer service right now. Although now it feels like more than ever you would probably need More's customer service. The lawsuit notes that the doll has a purple streak in her hair and wears holographic shoes just like Walkowitz does. Stop it. Now it's getting too close for comfort. They're going to have to, I feel like, kick her some, a few of like the American girl blocks. Okay, so this is the moment where you say to yourself, uh-oh, we sell expensive dolls. We can't cry poor and be like, hey, we sell a $30 doll or a $15 doll. Here the defendants use the name and likeness of Lucienne, a well-known figure in astronomy space and STEM, to particularly studied the star Vega. So she studied the star Vega. They made her last name Vega in conjunction with American girl doll Luciana Vega, Without obtaining her authorization. In fact, the defendants incorporated the same color hair streak and shoes, shoes which and style of Luciana and the Luciana Vega doll. Yeah, someone at AG effed up here. Yeah, they did. Big time. You you can't just go on this on this ride. Someone was like, this is like someone- They left who, too many clues. This is like someone who copies a paper off of Wikipedia, That's which right. I'm sure happens all the time right now. By the way, it's not like little girls or boys who get these dolls would be mad if you made somebody up. If you're like, here's a really cool girl, we're just going to make someone up. Right. Female astronaut. They're going to no one will care that it isn't rooted in that much reality. You create a lore or 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 
take 12 details and switch them or the story of all the great astronauts who or don't ever call it a name that's exactly the same name as the other person and her last name is the star that this person is investigating walkwitz is seeking unspecified compensatory punitive and other damages which then now speaks to how little is she getting paid right or also like punitive damage damages she doesn't need punitive punitive damages really this is really when, again this when you wish that their dolls were 35 bucks and not 135. But punitive damages, come on. Maybe, okay, cut me in on the deal. They got deep doll pockets. She's going after them. I agree, I but it. like, come on. But you can't ask for punitive damages. I'm sorry, Rand. I Walkowitz's attorney, Charles Mudd Jr. Wait, her attorney is, his last name is Mudd? Mudd. Your attorney's name is Mudd in this town. And it literally is, and he's junior. Mudd Jr. said there have been unproductive discussions with Mattel about the matter. Translation, he told someone at Mattel that he's going to rip his dick and balls off and make it look like he's a Ken doll right. if they don't pay him the money that his client Yeah, deserves. they're like, nope, nope. And then they just got nothing. So Mattel's stonewalling these people. Yep. So if that's the case, then I'm like, go for the punitive That's damages. right. That's right. If Mattel is stonewalling you, go for it. If you're in court, and if I'm, my name is Mudd, and I'm an attorney. I will bring in the doll, put her here. I will sit my client right here. I will read the description of the doll, which basically is everything, and I will read the bio for my thing, and I will leave it there, and I will say, case closed. No witnesses, no nothing. Yeah. Opening and closing arguments are, are right here and, and the right same. there. Yeah, opening is the doll. Shortest trial in history. Moment. Shortest trial in history. How crazy would it be if Mud also had a woman on his legal team because there'd probably be more than one who was person all, there. She was a woman, an American girl doll finds out who she is and they win the case and win punitive damages and everything. And American girl comes up with a lawyer doll that based is on based on her room. likeness. And they just stay just far enough outside the bounds where they could get caught. And it becomes the best selling doll in history. And they went, that to me feels like how that would be only the only justice. Then both sides actually kind of win, but American girl doll, if you're going to make a doll, and it's going to be this close to an actual person. You don't use her name. Don't use her name. Don't use the star. Don't as, put a purple just, streak in the head. Don't use the same shoes. Don't have them study. Somebody effed up. They she going to come after you. She's going to come after you. You're going to get bit. All right. I want to tell the story. Tell the story, and then we'll get to some Langhorn Slim. That's right. So I was watching this show. I I watched Pretty in Pink on Saturday night with, with my wife because we wanted our 14 year old to watch it and she didn't want to watch it and we were just there and we're like we're gonna watch it i was and like it i don't want good i want to see if it holds up it's john hughes john hughes is great i i thought when i was watching it i was like this was probably the first of the series of movies but it wasn't this was like the last this was like 87 right so it was kind of 16 it. candles 84 breakfast, breakfast club, club 85. 85 and this was i think 86 right okay so it was a later john the, crier pretty good crier was good he was he was good he definitely was good but he was no like anthony michael hall they were trying to do like right create the next anthony michael hall and have him kind of be that guy or ferris right. bueller or what have you right he was good he was good it was fun. Right. Like I played the scene of him singing uh, Otis, Redding. Otis Redding for Georgia, who came down and saw it. And she's like, I love him. I love Ducky. I love him. I love him. So you, there was something there. You could see how people connected. Totally. Right. Totally. She hated Spader. She saw a little bit of Spader. She's like, ah, I hate him. I was like, he's amazing. This is why Spader is great. I was like, is he on your blacklist? Uh, so we're watching that. And then there was still time to watch some stuff. And I found this thing. I don't know why, how I found it on like Amazon Prime. 
It was a stand-up comedy show from the late 78 to 81. It was a show called The Comedy Shop. Clearly, like, trying to be the comedy store, but not really. And it was the <laughs> Norm Crosby. Do you know who Norm Crosby is? Bing Crosby? No, not Bing Crosby. Norm Crosby was a Boston-born comedian who kind of opened for Sinatra, part of that Rickles, that whole crew, Joey Bishop, all those right. Vegas guys. And his whole thing was that he would sc- malaprop everything. He would screw up the, the, way, name, the, the way how words are used. That was right. his joke. So no jokes, just screwing it up. And he was wearing this double-breasted coat with like a – crest on it it made no sense it looked like the midnight special set like that okay. It, okay. it made no sense none of it made sense norm crossy and it was he's hosting and it was young comedians who had never done before but like some people that you kind of knew like gary mule deer was really funny but like you know skip stevenson then it was these like roger and roger a duo and all the other i could not believe how many frank trevellino trevellina who did all the impressions impressions. yeah and he like he went to vegas and made a lot of money made a ton he stayed in vegas so fred trevellino frank fred trevellino fred anyway this guy he like did frank sinatra singing the alphabet like that was the extent like you're not talking carlin it wasn't top shelf no it was just people who had not really done it before so mixed with old time friends of Norm Crosby's who would come on at the beginning and do a little bit and then would lead into the show. It was so weird. And then he would have a door that opened up and uh, Don Rickles would come in and Rickles was hilarious. He was hysterical. Rickles would then introduce the final comedian. Like, so I watched a Rickles TV special okay. where he roasts the crowd and like celebrities were in the crowd. He was amazing. Burt Reynolds was just in the crowd watching. So, they bring out this guy, a special guest who comes out at the beginning. And I saw this at the beginning when I saw it because they say, here's who's on the show tonight. They said a name that literally for me was a full year, or not full year, but was like- Full life circle. Life circle for me. The name they put on there, they said of who was going to do a set of comedy on there, Stanley Myron Handelman, which is a ridiculous, hilarious name. This was a name that our father, when we were kids- would throw around like a joke name. Yeah, that was like the joke name. Like, who's the guy that we have to talk to over there? Stanley Myron Handelman. And we're like, it was the same, he said in the same breath as like a Pookie Snackenberg. Right. So I always thought it was a fictitious, I did not think it was a real person, nor did we ever check to see if it was a real like, person. Like, where are we going? We're going to Pitcherick. Yeah. Like some random name. Whose house? Place. We're going to Stanley Myron Handelman's house. It sounded funny. It and we're like, that's name. just dad being silly. So- for our whole lives. We I just did, thought it was something our dad made up. A name he made up. And then to see that this was a real person. Not I, just a real person, a comedian. Comedian. A comedian who wrote for Rodney Dangerfield. When Rodney Dangerfield died, his estate paid Stanley Myron Handelman $10,000 and $800 a month subsequently thereafter. So he must have wrote a lot of stuff for him. Yeah, he probably wrote a lot of jokes. And he was interesting and thoughtful and kind of quiet and told this really, told a joke about it. You reminded me of Scott, our buddy Scott Krantz a little bit. Yeah, like a real New York accent. New York accent. Real New York accent. But he kind of looked nerdy. Kind of nerdy. Kind of like Fred Stoller a little bit. Very character stuff like that. He was a guy who always got shit on it was so 
I fell off the couch that this was a real person. I told my kids this, and all they wanted to do was call you the next day and get your reaction. So they're like, Uncle Jason, we're going to tell you two words. But it and really you have was to complete three the words. third. You have to complete the third. Stanley Myron. And then Jay on the phone was like, Handelman? What were you thinking when they called you? I was like, how do you guys know this? I thought you just shared that name and that story with them. I had no idea that it was a person. And then you told me that it was an actual person. I like went down the rabbit hole and watched his stuff and it made me so happy it was the craziest you thing know why ever it made me happy uh, number one i just love that dad pulled a real person hilarious and, was, and that it was a comedian mm-hmm. i loved that we didn't know and found out until this day till we're 48 years old right i also loved that there was like there was hope in the fact that like this guy worked and built a career mm-hmm. and I guess built a viable life as a comedian and a writer. And he wasn't someone that we even know. And That's we right. know everything. We know everything about it. So the fact that we didn't know who it was is it's fascinating. Stanley Myron, Myron Handelman. You can use that as a joke name with your kids or whatnot. No for, one will ever know. For us, it was for me just watching this random, dumb Norm Crosby, the comedy shop shows. I fell off my couch. I couldn't believe it. I my kids couldn't believe it. It was such a crit because you don't get surprised by life anymore. That's right. That's you just right. don't. And this was a moment that was surprising in life. And we just wanted to share it with you because Oh my God. In this moment right now, if we can be surprised by something and, and have it- feel joy and, and a connection to a simpler time. It was a feeling I haven't had in a long time. I'll tell you that much right there. So it was amazing. And with that, we say, go punch a water faucet, then go wash your hands, stay uh, socially distanced, but stay connected. We're going to toss to a video. Our great friend Langhorn Slim. Follow him on Instagram. He's putting up a lot of music on his uh, site. He's a great, great he artist. Wrote, he's been writing a lot of songs about the pandemic. This is a fantastic song because it really did really shows you his songwriting and his ability to play and the dude's voice. He's amazing. So we send you off with a Langhorn Slim video. We'll see you tomorrow. Uh, we're out. See you guys. Just how I'm feeling But I'm feeling feelings exponentially Convoy started asking questions Said ma'am I was hoping for advice I'm feeling lots of feelings Not a single one of them feels nice She said Do you ever think about dying? Said no but sometimes I lie Do you want to live? I say yes but I feel like shit on a scale of 1 to 10, do you feel anxious? On a scale of 1 to 10, do you feel scared? Said I'm feeling lots of feelings. For some reason, I cut my hair. Sometimes my skin starts crawling. Sometimes the creature's calling. living for to my friends in the same condition
condition I wish there was a cure And I swear that life's worth living It's the only thing worth living for I called a healthcare professional Wanna speak to someone confidentially Don't know just how I'm feeling But I'm feeling feelings exponentially Stop it, stop it. A, podca <clears throat> a podcast network.